land of the free. Let's just agree to disagree. I just want to let people know who we are. Yeah, but he did a lot of drone strikes. Man, we're going to sprinkle a little bit of everything on this donut. Welcome back in to the Agree to Disagree podcast. Kenny? What up? What up? How you doing today? You know, try to stay positive, brother. Somebody out there is worse than me, so. Enjoyed last uh, weekend for Memorial Day, saluting the troops, all that good stuff. I mean, you know. It is what it is, was what it was. Another day for me, bro. Like, I know, don't mean disrespect to nobody, but outside Christmas, I really. You can't be any more disrespectful than <laughs> Vice President Kamala, who just said, enjoy hey, the long weekend. Hey, hey, we be talking about my vice president now. That's one, that's one sexy woman right there, especially when she throws on her converse. <laughs> you know what's funny? Some Talk people give her, <laughs> some people give her grief. I will admit I might be one of the rare few that actually find women in like the suit Mm -hmm. attractive like it it it, how about this it to me it says i don't have to do everything (laughs) yeah well you know the thing about her is i i think i think the president like the vice president the president whatever the the best thing about that is or for me i like one like the reason obama was cool with me was because he had that swag you right. know, he, he, he made me feel like, you know, Hey, he wants to go hoop. Like I want to hoop, you know, he just, you can't follow the president. Of course. Right. And Kamala to me is like, Biden's that straight, narrow suit and tie. Let's, let's buckle up and go. And Kamala is more like, man, where are my Timberlands at? It's cold outside. You know, I, I definitely feel that way. The one thing that she does and everybody hit, you know, like every politician has the one thing that like makes you cringe. It's her laugh. I feel like when she gets into a difficult spot or she like her, I pause mm-hmm. and I look up and yeah. whatever, when I'm searching for words, she cackles and yeah. it makes me feel uncomfortable. <laughs> I'm like, oh, she's struggling. She's struggling. You know, dude, I mean, even if you're a politician, lifelong politician, mean or, or athlete or whatever it may be, I feel like, oh, especially if you're in the limelight, there's going to be that second where you're going to have to, because like we talk about what the way the world is with the media nowadays, bro, like you say one wrong word. And everything can change. And it could be the honest, like, slip up. Like, yep. you know what I mean? Like, like uh, I have nothing against gay women. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I, a lot of my friends are gay. I, I don't really care. Do what you do. Like, it's not Pride my mom. Not, you know, hey, whatever you do is your business. But, like, being funny, I'm like, I'm like, like uh, one of my friends is. And I'm like, oh, you're like a lot of puss. <laughs> and some people laugh. And they're like, dude. And right. I was like, I don't mean disrespect by it. And they're like, but that's like calling you the N-word. And I was like, well, I apologize then. But it's like one thing like that, and all of a sudden people are looking at you differently. And I'm like, I didn't mean disrespect by it. Like, there's nothing wrong with what you're people doing. People are it's too just- sensitive. People are just too sensitive today. Like, on- honestly, we, you know, uh, intent matters. Mm-hmm. I don't go around even saying the N word, even if we were in a conversation singing the song. I skip the words. Right. I just don't feel comfortable saying it. A lot it, of but, people don't. A lot of people it, don't. But if you, if, if, all those words bother people all the time. Like yeah. sometimes it's like you just got to let that stuff roll off your back because yeah. who is that person to you? And let's be honest, sometimes I don't care. Maybe you don't find it funny, but if there's 20 people in the room right. and they're all laughing, you're the problem. But to a degree, just because I think the weirdness with that starts with like the word that rhymes with bike. I refuse to always say it. You right. guys know what I'm saying. Yep. Um, that word, the N word, the C um, word for women. Yeah, I don't use that. There's yeah. certain words that they bite. They it's not even a, a bite. Bit. It's just there's a line. I tell people there's always that thin line, you yeah. know. And 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 we all, 
we, we, we don't have to really ride on it, but it's more like there's more of us who want to ride on it. So it's kind of like, think what you want. You're allowed to think what you want. And technically you're allowed to say what you want, but I'm allowed to react to what you say. And there's right. just certain things, there's certain things you think and there's certain things you say. And so I think there's like four or five words that are ultimately like instantly, like those are pause. Like, and everybody looks at like, did you say that out loud? You know what I'm saying? Joe Joe Rogan had an old comedy bit that he used to do, and he he had a premise just like that, where he was like, oh, you got these words that you're not allowed to say. And then, like, everybody's laughing, and he's going through the words, and he's going through the bit. Mm -hmm. And then, like, the last one, he just says the N-word, and everybody, and he's like, see, told you there are certain words that you're not allowed to say. certain words that you just have to stop at, and you're just like, well, I think it's funny as a black man, like, growing up in Sycamore, Illinois, you know, dude, like I say, I don't see color, man. I don't don't really care what color you are. I think it'd be awesome if you were purple. I think that would be bad. I'd be like, yo, you have to be my friend. You're purple. Like, you have to be cool. But, like, if you're singing a song, Mm -hmm. you know, the, the, the artist wrote that song, by all means necessary. That is a legit reason to say it. If I'm singing a song, I'm saying the words. I know this song. Right. So whatever artist makes that or whatever says that, if you don't want them to say it's it, part of art. It's, it's, part, yeah. it's part of that situation. Or, you know, like in a movie, if somebody's dropping it, like Leonardo DiCaprio played the best part ever in a movie when he played in To Meet in Django. That movie was that dude. It had me. Intense. It had me. Like, dude, I didn't like. I didn't like white people. Like, I ain't gonna lie to you. Like, my girlfriend, besides that and Get Out, had me like, yo, right now, white people to me are not cool. Like, it's intense, dude. It, it was. But I read. Uh, and the reason I like him as a, as an actor, he said that he demanded they paid him for every word, every n word he said. They demanded he paid. They paid him more, and then he took half of what they gave him and he donated it to like the minority charities and stuff because he was nice. like i don't want to say this right and jamie fox said that the whole time they filmed it he wouldn't talk to him he wouldn't come over and say nothing to him like he's like jamie we fox wouldn't talk to him or he th- wouldn't talk he to wouldn't talk to jamie fox because he was he sitting felt there uncomfortable. he felt so bad and he's like afterwards he came over and talked to me and he was like there was a couple times he said it and jamie fox was like where well, i wanted to go across because he's an actor created what he does so he got so far into it that mm-hmm. it was like he was saying it like like he meant it but he didn't mean it Right. And, you know, and that's why I sit there and say there's just certain things that it's just not cool. It's just not. It, it makes you look stupid. It makes you look like we've said, I'm at home with my guys. I'm chopping it up with them. We're dropping it. Hey, that's one thing behind closed quarters. Yep. It's a whole nother thing to be sitting there. And, and for all my Caucasians listeners, please get this. Sitting in a room with a bunch of black people and you drop the M-bomb because you think it's cool is not cool. OK, we probably shouldn't use it. But it's a term of almost endearment for us. That's a it, it, and it, it it is and it goes that way, and not that I feel ever like I want to say the word right. in any situation, right. but I do agree with you in that ef- effect. Where if you don't stop using the word as right. people of color as well, it's it. I don't know. It's and I don't want to take anything from you and tell. I don't personally. I don't want to tell anybody what they can or can't right. do because I just say don't believe saying. in it. Consequences, repercussions to everything you say. That's what I always tell. People. But it's one of those things that's like a really hard situation. You know, it's like looking at your kid and telling them they can't pick their. You know, don't pick your nose, and they're like, "Dad, I've been watching you pick your nose for five right. minutes." And it's like it's kind of the same way. And I know that's kind I of mean, a stupid comparison, but at yeah. the same time, it's like yeah. I see your angle. I'll say it like this because, you know, I know we got some things we want to get off our chest today, but I'll say this very, very hard line. Um, I think the problem that like I have personally with it, 
I feel like I took a word that you tried, not you particularly, I'm saying right. like you're, you know, the race America tried to make, I should say it like that. I don't want to nationalize or rationalize. White or, people. Right. I don't want to just say it that way, but um, <laughs> a word that you tried to use against us now we've taken and we're using is our endearment. And it's pissing people off because they're sitting there saying, this is supposed to piss you off. And we're like, hey, yeah, when you say it, like, like I've known you my whole life, bro. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, like, if somebody walked up to me, they're like, yo, Al was like, do, 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 you know, F these ends. I'd be like, right away, I'd be like, first of all, I can promise you that's not how it went. Right. Like, and if he did drop it, can you tell me, like, the content he dropped it? Because that's that's not how it went. But there are certain people that are like, yo, like, boom, boom. And you're like, yeah, I can see that. Yep. You know, but. What I hate more than anything is this. So everybody get this. If you're going to say it, just say it. Get it over with. Say it to my face. You know what I'm saying? Do Just do it. Like, don't go behind closed doors and then close it and, and do it like that. If you're going to say it, openly say it. Openly just say it. And right. it doesn't make you a racist to say the word. You know, just that's, be careful with the content you use it in. That's something I always wanted to, like, ask because you see in, like, social media and stuff now that you get or just in the digital realm where everything is, you know, Twitter, this Facebook, that, and everybody's recording, everybody doing something. And it's like, you see these articles, this person gets fired or this person loses a scholarship. And I wanted to ask you, and I'm glad you touched on it. And I think I, I think you already gave me your answer, but it's like one dropping one racial slur is gross as it is. Right. I don't, I personally, I don't think it makes you racist. I think it makes you human. And in the heat of the moment, you dug for the deepest, most hurtful thing. Like when you're arguing with your old lady, sometimes you hit as low as you claim without thinking about it. Yes. So I, I think that that's where that comes from. And then I think a lot of people after they said it are like, shit, that's not really where I want. Yeah, I can't back up from it now. Yes. The, The thing with that is. It doesn't make it, it right, but I'm right, just saying. And it depends on your status. And what I mean by that is, like I said, you dropping it would probably be a, we discuss it and we get over it and we move forward from it. But when you have like, like for instance, and, and people think I'm, you're going to be amazed that I know this, Morgan Waller. Love the guy's music. You know what I mean? I listened to the tape of like everybody else heard it. Mm-hmm. The way he was saying it, he wasn't saying it in a derogatory term. He was calling his friend that. Like I call my, my boys that. Right. The problem is when you get to that status level, you have to be careful. For sure. Because now you have people who listen to you that understand you're not supposed to say this word, but now there's those of you who are like, oh, yeah. So it's that thin line where I don't believe he meant to do it. I don't believe he right. meant to like say it in a derogatory term. But the, the, the well, do you problem, think he used it as a term of endearment, like you said to exactly. his friends? That, and, and if you listen to the tape, you know, you can hear the way he said it. Like he was just like saying, like, come on. Like, you know, like right. I say to one, like I'd say to like one of my boys, like, come on, man. Like, come on. You know, I don't think he meant it in, in a negative way. I can't, of course, you know, right. I don't see that it, it, it's, I, I'll use a bad analogy, but I see him like a Justin Timberlake. I don't see him as that guy who's right. like, just from his 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 look, I don't see him as a guy who's like, I'm not racist, dude. Like, I might be from Tennessee, I might be from a hill, but like, dude, I'm smooth. Like, I don't right, I don't care. You know, I just see him as a person who he had a lot to drink. When you have to, when we all been there before, you have a couple drinks before you know it, you're dropping words and 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 picking on people that you usually wouldn't. You see what I'm saying? It right that liquor and you add it into it, but I just think the higher your profile you should be just a little bit more careful what you say because of the the crowd you hit. And I think that's all the way around. Like all just way. anything all when, you, when, when you're that high up. I, you know, I agree. Except for music. Music music to me is freedom of speech for anybody. Like 
you have to be careful what you say, of course, because it's now on record. Right. But like, I mean, they, they say the music and people are always like, well, they're, they're painting a story. You know what I'm saying? They're, that's If it's a good music, it paints a story. So outside of music or movies where they're trying to tell a story, you know, I, I think, and, I, and I'm, I'm part of the problem and I won't say I'm not, but I, I just think that we need to just get rid of the word. Like all of us, let's stop using it, man. Let's just, you know. Let's right. get rid of. We want it to go away. Let's just stop using it because eventually people will be like, "Man, you can't." Like you said, it's like the c word or like the the other word. You can't use that. Sooner or later, people will just say that. But let's get yeah. on to something better, bro. Well, I don't know if it's going to be better. And I know a lot of the my friends on Facebook hate when I post because most of the book, time, drama book. <laughs> I am. But you know what's funny is that no, not you, drama book. I don't call it Facebook's drama book. So I don't oh, have one. Oh, yeah. Sorry if you heard that my phone fell, but yeah, it's drama book. So I use it as my venting point because I'm not going to lie. The wife does not <laughs> listen to politics <laughs> at all. She does not care. And it's not even politics. It's It's just I get disgusted with people in general, I guess. I po- So I posted Black people. No, not like that. <laughs> not like that. You like how we say that? No, no, it's not what I said. Nobody in particular. <laughs> I mean, except for super woke people. Um, <laughs> so I posted yesterday what I was talking about with like the legacy media and, you know, problems that they had. And this will all tie together because um, I want to talk about Fauci's 3,200 page of emails that got sent out. Um, He's an anti-vaxxer, you guys. I am not an anti-vaxxer. All my kids have all their vaccines. I have all my vaccines. We're up to date. We're current. Do you have them all? I do have all of the required vaccines. <laughs> I have all of them. And I identify as fully vaccinated, so I'm good to go. He identifies. I like that. That's slick. I like that. I would respect if you walked up and said that, I would give you five. Like, get inside, bro. Like, I would because that's slick. I like that. So the Washington Post 15 months ago posted the headline, Tom Cotton keeps repeating a coronavirus conspiracy theory that was already debunked. Right. So first of all. Like we talked about the other day, five companies get to decide that it's been debunked with with nothing. They don't need mm-hmm. anything. They just say it and it is, mm-hmm. you know. So now that the emails leaked and more evidence, like we were talking about last episode, that has come out. Now the headline, they just stealth edit. They don't tell anybody. They don't print a retraction. They don't do anything. Now the headline just says, Tom Cotton repeats, keeps repeating a coronavirus fringe theory that scientists have disputed. So it went from uh, conspiracy theory that's been debunked to fringe theory that scientists dispute. So it, it and what bothers me is that people, group thinkers, CNN, The Post, um, there, you know, there's other places at Fox News I know is biased. They are a biased company. They <sighs> lean right for sure. No, no question about it. <sighs> and they get things wrong. <laughs> but I feel like CNN, MSNBC, The Post and stuff, when they print stuff like that, they're not journalists. They are activists because they are printing a headline to push their narrative. They're not reporting facts from a non-biased position. And I'm not saying that Fox News does either. I don't get any of my information anymore from legacy media. I talked about it the other day. They're garbage. It just, 
it irks me because people will talk about, you know, uh, Trump followers are in a cult. They just believe everything he says and does everything they want. Now, I will say this. 20% probably cult followers will just, they take everything he says for gospel, mm -hmm. okay. right? I think a lot of Trump supporters, and I know people give them shit and don't like give them their credit. They just, well, they're dumb hicks that are racist and this and that. I think a lot of those people do a lot of research and, and think about some of the things, not all of them, but the the people I know that, that you think I, Trump, Trump supporters can read. I can read. <laughs> just I can read. And I wouldn't say I'm just messing with all my Trump supporters. I'm just messing with them. And like I said, I, I've told people I don't like just considering myself a Trump supporter because I didn't vote for Trump in 16. I didn't. I wasn't a fan and I'm not a fan to be 100 percent honest until the last year. I didn't even like Trump. But so many people hated on him. I felt like he was getting bullied and I needed to like start sticking up for him because I'm like, damn, everybody is bullying this guy. You got to do something. But I mean, he was that kid in school. You just felt bad for. Yes, that's that's for sure what it was. But if you think that those people are cultists, what do you call the people that just watch CNN and blindly spew? And then they'll come up to you. Do you have proof? Do you have proof? I'm like. What proof do you have that that you're right? Brother, like I'm, we're trying to have a discussion, but they won't. Nobody will even listen. This is it, it. Just bothers me because they'll act like fifteen months from now it'll say Tom Cotton was talking about facts of coronavirus theory that was proven right by scientists, and they won't. They'll just act like it never happened. It, okay, let me ask you the biggest question: mm -hmm. What's the biggest gang in the United States of America? What is the biggest gang? The biggest gang in the United States of America. The government? No. Okay. The media. Okay. You know why? Because it doesn't matter if it's Fox. It doesn't matter if it's CNN, USNBC, or whatever, whoever, however, whatever. What they do is they tell us everything that they want us to know. Mm -hmm. They don't tell us what we need to know. Right. They don't tell us, well, if you do this, you can make money. Or if you do this, this can change. They tell us what they want us to know. They give us what they want to divide us. Dude, they're the media. I agree with you. They should have said something. You're supposed to tell us why we retracted a statement. Right. But guess what? It's the media. And they don't have to because you know what? Nine out of 10 people probably didn't even catch that. They probably just looked at it. They Nobody, you know, or maybe they said it just because most people, they believe what they're told. What they, I always say, believe half of what you hear and all of what you see. Yep. Okay. Half of the people, and it doesn't matter, like you were saying, Trump. People didn't take the time to look at Trump. They just kind of listened to what he said and said, okay, well, this or that. I was one of them too. You know, I, I think a lot of people, when it came to Trump, they didn't even listen to what they what he said. CNN. Did you listen to what he said, man? He said drink bleach, brother. He did not say he, that. You are uh, 100%. He did uh, not say that. What did he say, brother? He said maybe one day we can, and, I, and this is not a direct <laughs> quote, but something along the lines of maybe one day we'll be able to get a disinfectant that you can inject, which technically is one it, he never and then you had the politicians going around saying well he said drink bleach or just like you or clorox or whatever it's Listen. i understand how come trump has to be taken literally but when biden says even Let's forget biden too don't e get me twisted forget biden too well just in general the politicians i don't this is the thing i don't like about the media you have to take so everything trump says is literal because they don't like him right 
And right. then okay. their politician that they like, they're siding with Biden at the current time. For some, yeah, I got your He'll angle. say yeah. something. They're like, ah, he didn't mean it literally. And it's like. But but listen, I got you. I agree with you. But good old Agent Orange, dude. Come on, man. Everything he said he meant because he listened. Great businessman. Nobody should ever knock that from. I think he was going to be great for us. As far as financially goes, I think that this country could have done something because he's great with money. Right. Listen, bro. Outside of that. The things he would, his own wife didn't like him. His kid didn't like him. That Barton kid's probably going to beat him up one day when he gets older. Don't Baron. come, don't come with Baron Barton, whatever. Don't come. Melania is going to leave him because she's going to be like, you know, for one of his security guys. Like, he's <laughs> just that guy who you see in the club or somewhere and you just, you just like, it's worth going to jail for punching him. I'm not going to do it. So don't think nobody think that. I mean, don't come looking for me secrets. I'm just saying, he looks like that type of guy because he just looks like the arrogant. Little a-hole who's never known anything. And we made in the president of the United States. So like we've said before, do I believe that he meant to be... Do I believe he's a racist, number one? No. No, 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 no. Don't get At that At least you thing. can admit that's the he, thing that he wasn't a racist. Me. He was a robot, which basically what I'm saying is he had a party behind him that said, if you get on board with us, we can take you to the White House. And him being the egotistical, power-hungry person he is, he said, I can be the most powerful person in the world this would be awesome. And then he got in office. And if you look at his first day in office, he looked like a deer in the headlights. Like, what did I get myself into? So he's the dumbest president we will ever have. He's probably the one president that I will sit here and say, okay, so let's not listen to what he said. And I'm not saying it because he's, he's a, a, a Republican. Cause I listen to Bush and all that. I'm fine with that. He was just an experiment by the United States to sit there and show us all one thing. How stupid we really are. Or, and no offense to anybody, you vote for who you vote for, and I don't mean it like this, but this is the way I look at it. They wanted to show us how stupid are we as this world. We put a reality star in the White House, somebody who was three weeks ago saying you're fired on national TV, and we put him in the White House. You know, you know what's super funny, too, is that... You know, it, and it, if he was a Democrat, I'd say the same thing. That has nothing to do with it. He's yep. just, you know... It, at least you admit... Kanye, 2026. <laughs> Well, that'd be 2024. 2024. I'm sorry, Kanye, 2024. He could run for an office in 2026. If they put Kanye in office, dude, I might leave. I might leave. Oh, geez. I might leave. At least you admit the fact that he's not racist, because that's the thing that always bothered me. He's racist. He's a white supremacist and all this. And I'm just like, one, I'm not even sure what the definition of white supremacist is anymore. Because Right. There's so many avenues. When we were younger, it had a certain meaning. Yeah. And now I don't think and that it means anywhere near. Let me throw this out because then you can finish. I'm not saying that he he himself was not a racist. I don't believe that. Did he ignite the flame by not stopping some of the things that were happening? That's what I was saying by he got he was kind of like their puppet, their robot, because they needed a cause. They needed some kind of let's stir something up. This so is- I'm not saying he created it, but I'm just saying he didn't stop it. So that's why I'm saying. He's not a racist, but did he make racism easier while he was in office strictly off the fact that he wasn't going to be somebody who's going to stand up and say, okay, so this is stupid, you guys, where I think anybody else would. Yes, he, See, he lit I the think flame. He, I think he did a lot of condemning people. If you listen what? to it, I could pull you up. We can't do it on the show right now, but when we're done, I'll pull up you a montage of him repeatedly condemning KKK members and white supremacists, the media just doesn't cover it. But besides okay. that, I do. I do but how do you know it's real if the media doesn't? How do we know it's real? How do we know it's not from well, because, a, it, well, they're a f- unreliable source? No, well, it's him on camera doing it. But okay, we're not going to talk about it. I, I, anybody. They can do did anything not go in and digitally edit. No, I'm him. saying like this. 
if I want to make it look good, I can go make my, so I can do something on camera once or twice and make it look like I'm doing something good. I just right, don't, I don't he believe said it so many times and, and that that's why I'm, I'm not saying that he's not against them. I'm just sitting there saying that. How come we haven't asked Biden to condemn KKK members or white supremacists? Do you yet? want to know something? You know why? Because since Trump's out of office, it's changed. And as a black man, I'll tell you, it's changed a lot. I okay. It's changed a lot. I'll even brother. go with you. That's not fair to him because Trump repeatedly condemned them and we didn't hold other presidents to that same standard where they had to repeatedly condemn them. And we'll, we'll get it, we'll, but we'll get off Trump. Yeah. This is the last yeah. thing I'll say about this yeah. is okay. I, wish you. I heard this quote a long time ago and I hope I don't butcher it, but it said, not all Trump supporters are racist, yeah. but all racists are Trump supporters. And you know what I heard once? Grab them by the, Ooh, that's what I heard. But you I'm, know, I'm not going to lie. When we were younger, you could hear some conversation like that yeah. in any but locker room. Just to get back on what we where we were before, because I didn't. Um, I, I just think that that the mainstream media, mainstream media, is they're the cause for. I'll throw my own figure out. I'm gonna say eighty percent, because I will say this: there is a lot. Oh, I'm sorry. Excuse me, you guys. There is a lot of crime in Chicago. Okay, mm-hmm. there is. I'm not debating that, and it's 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 insane, and it's it's whatever. But let me tell you guys something. There's just as much white on white crime. And there's just as much as Hispanic on Hispanic crime and blase, blase and blase, blase. But what the news wants you to do is they want to make it uncomfortable for people like Al to be able to go to the south side of Chicago and get property. Because guess what? If Al goes out there and he buys property and then, you know, Bob from over here goes and does it and then Derek goes and does it and everybody does it. Guess what? Now you guys are changing the culture that they want us to, they, that they want out there, which is let's keep the poverty out here. And they don't want that. So they, they want to scare the people away. Let me tell you something. Stayed in the heart of Chicago all my life. Every summer, my grandmother lived there. I never felt uncomfortable. And I know that, yes, there are areas that are just stupid to do it, but I never right. felt uncomfortable to walk. People didn't just walk up on me and they weren't trying to just, oh, give me your, yes, it happens. It does. Right. But it's the media who only wants to show you, like I tell people, they want to show you all the gore, but they don't want to show you the glory. They don't want to show you where they're trying to clean the neighborhoods up by opening parks and they're putting up cameras and they're asking for more police and right. there's they're starting different programs. They don't show you that. They I, only show you the ones that they can sit there and say, hey, we can make some money off of this. You see what I'm saying? I agree with that. I, I mean, the media does the same with the cops. They're like, exactly. well, cops well, are hunting black people. And I like mean, I said, I, I will not mm. disagree that black people have been treated in, improperly by some police departments, predominantly major, major metropolitan yeah. police officers. Yeah. But they don't tell you that cops, 60% of the people that cops kill are white people, which yeah. makes up their portion of the population. Right. So there's there's that like misconception that cops are only killing black people. And I think the media yeah. pushes that narrative. I, I've seen yeah. videos of white people that died just like George Floyd did. Mm-hmm. Nothing for them. But have you seen the videos too where they're not that I'm not that I'm right. like I'm just saying have you there's but to contradict there there's the videos though of the guy who's sitting in, I think he's in a like an F one fifty with a with a cab on it, mm-hmm. and the police are screaming for him to get out, and he's threatening to kill. He just him. says, "I'm gonna drive off." Yeah, and they're not shooting or doing anything. Where if he had been black, he probably would have. I'm not. I'm not saying that all cops are bad. I'm do just you, sitting there do you saying think that. Part, do you think part of that though? Because this is what I always like to bring up when it comes to something like that. Mm-hmm. 
Chicago cops, how many times do you think they draw their gun a week? Multiple. Yeah, probably some Mul- of them, depending on their, yeah, their, Mul- their district multiple, or whatever. Yeah. M- more than likely yeah. multiple. Yeah, yeah. If you look at the truck, mm-hmm. you look at the person, mm-hmm. you look at the cops, right. you look at the environment around, looks like it's out in the country on a, like a country road and stuff, right? Right. Those cops probably never drawn their gun and aren't even thinking it. about drawing their gun. But, so I'm not saying that yeah. it doesn't change the dynamics at all. But just to say this again, I will beat this with a, a dead horse till it just till it's done. But well, if it's dead, it's already done. Well, no, hey, you, you, you know brother. what I'm saying. Until yeah. there's things yeah. flying yeah. off the bat yeah. and everything. Yeah. Just because they let him go doesn't mean it wouldn't get the same treatment if he was a black person, nor if this if something else would have happened, I just don't instantly go to all because they're black. Thousand percent disagree with you. Thousand percent. Just okay. because I'll sit there and say it's a, and I've said it and I, I think that and I know you understand. It, it's very hard to understand when you you don't have to live through it. It's just very hard. And like I said, I we've talked about this before, bro. Like coming to to your house, mm-hmm. I don't I don't like driving my car just because where I come from, people see my car and they're just like, oh, you know, what up, dude? Coming over here, and I I mean, you know, I turn my music down, I try to roll my windows down just because coming over here, I'm like somebody could just think the wrong thing and call the cops on me. Where in my neighborhood, dude, they would ride right by me. Over here, I would probably get pulled over. Like driving around your neighborhood trying to find your house would scare me in my car. And it's not because of of you, because I know you'd be the first one to be like, dude, what are you doing? Like, man, he's coming to my house. But just because society will look at me a certain way mm-hmm. and I'm guilty. Like I'm already, I'm already armed to them. Look right. at me. Look at the car I'm in. I'm already armed. He's got drugs. He's got a gun. He's he's got something in his car. Look at him. Right. And and it's just hard. And I know it'll it'll probably be something that I, I pray. And I mean this with all my heart. I pray people never have to go through it. You know, if if I say to all my Caucasian friends and stuff, it's gonna sound weird, but it's a blessing because can I ask you how many times the cops have drawn guns on you? Dude, but that you know why that is? Because you know what we're trained. How many times though? But but never. You know why though? Mm-hmm. Because I was trained the same way that a lot of us were trained as, as young kids. Dude, when the cops get there, right. 10 and 2, never a sudden right. movement, yes sir, no sir, here's my license. I, I never, like I give you legitly no reason. But you, you would say, and I mean this with the utmost respect mm-hmm. for you, Kenny, mm-hmm. you would say your past is probably a little rougher than mine. Oh, a thousand percent, bro. Okay. A thousand percent. I've had guns drawn on me twice by the cops. Okay. In different situations. Mm-hmm. So, um, I don't know. Like I said, I don't, but I'm not were they saying, drawn, and I don't know, and you don't have to get mm-hmm. into it, but were they drawn on you or were they drawn on the situation? Like maybe the people you were with the, f- the first time guns were drawn on me was not my fault per se. I was there. I was young and dumb and in a bad situation. Okay. So that's se. what I'm saying. You just happened to maybe be casualties of that. Okay. The, the okay. second time was 100% none of our fault, but were strictly drawn on me as the driver of a vehicle. Okay. So, okay. Okay. Um, okay. It, I, I, like I said, I don't know how to describe it, but I just think that in the video that you're talking about with the guy that drives off, those are podunk cops that aren't pulling their guns out no matter what. Yeah, they, they, maybe they don't. But I'm just sitting there saying that the, the the way we have to look at it, unfortunately, as if you're in the city, well, that's right. that's a thousand percent. You're getting shot, and maybe it, well, that's I what don't. I'm saying. That and, and I go okay. So that's that's kind of what I'm saying because out here, 
Like, I, I feel like this. I know the cops out here enough to where I don't think out here I would be messed with too much. You know what I mean? Because right. they know me enough. I've been through ups, downs, peaks, valleys with them. Some I went to school with. So it's like, you know what? You know me. Run the license plate. My folks are from here. Whatever. You went to school with two of the cops that live in my neighborhood. I, I, I don't do, think I, anybody would do I anything. I do want to stick up for my neighbors. I don't know all of them. I think they would treat you. Well, that's what I'm saying. And, and I say that. Like, I mean. Because it, one, two, don't you think our generation is getting, we grew up on Eminem. Dre, Snoop. Well, so I think now that you're getting our generation mm-hmm. in homeownership situations and right. stuff, and, and we're we're the predominant generation in this particular subdivision where I live, right. and I think that you driving by with loud rap music is normal now. But uh, you're right. It is normal. But but the, the what I say behind that is... Oh, we definitely cracked jokes when I told you to just go open the door of my truck. Oh, yeah. Dude. When I oh, wasn't home. <laughs> and you know, you know, I was shook like, hey, man, like just so people could see what I'm doing. Um, But that, that, I mean, that's what kind of what I'm saying. It, it's like, yes, I know enough officers out here. And like I say, I don't, I'm definitely anti-defund the police. Man, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life. Don't ever anybody. And I, I'm sorry if I piss some, some of my brothers off or whatever. But listen, man, defund the police is the stupidest thing. Do you know white folks got guns? Do you know that they, if they already, we already claim, quote unquote, air quotes, because depending on who you are, we already claim that we're being hunted. Mm-hmm. So defund the police. I hate that word. Uh, okay. Too. But defund the it. police. So now everybody gets to to kind of police themselves. And you say they already after you. Man, listen, y'all, they guns is registered. You know what I mean? So when you come on their property, they airing you out and they're going to wait for them to show. They're going to be looking at you like, hey, I did this. So, so let's stop this whole defund the police thing. Just to finish that other thing, what I'll say is I just think that the way people see racism is really what you've had to experience. Like, yes, out here, I've never had the police pull guns on me. Um, Do I think that I got untreated unfairly a lot? A lot. A Mm -hmm. lot growing up. Um, Do I think a lot of the cops when we were growing up were crooked and racist? Yes. Yes. And I wish I could call out some names right now because there's some names I'd sit there and I'd say I'd bet money that you were calling us all. Now I think it's changing at least in towns like this. Well, I think you get our generation too of people in position. Like when you, when you get right down to it, Mm -hmm. slavery, slavery was a couple lifetimes ago. Like people, generation wise, you know what I'm saying? We're kind of, that's a subject for another day because yes, I understand what you're saying. Slavery was, but we're, but then we're still in slavery, but then civil rights was in the Mm sixties. Right. So while it was never acceptable, as you notice, as the generations, like my parents, Mm -hmm. your parents, Mm -hmm. less us, where it's really weird because we were always taught not to see color at all. Like we're the minority out here. Take that for me. We, the reason I'm close with you or I'm close with like when people, I'm like, Brian's one of my best friends in this world. His family's one of my, is because I li- I can promise you, I know more people who were raised opposite and, and I'll be, it's, I'll be honest with you. And as your girls get older, maybe you'll be like, well, continue this conversation five years as your girls get older. Mm-hmm. When my son was in school, dude, there was a lot of racism. There was a lot of racism still in this area from different people that, from people that I was like, I couldn't believe it. And I was just like, the, the, the problem was when we were growing up, mm-hmm. they hit it better. They hit it a lot better. And now 
the jokes that are cracked, the wise things that are done, they do it thinking it's a joke mm-hmm. and it's funny and they don't realize it. You think it's a lot more with everything's digital and we have access to everything all the time now? Well, I think I think it, and, and people can talk about me for it. I think the problem is a lot of a, a lot of society. Like if you turn on the TV nowadays, I don't know a lot of these rappers. I don't pay attention to like the new mainstream rappers. It's just right. not me. I'm old school. There's a couple of new rappers I'm I'm nice with, but like you know the little yachties and the little this or the little that or the young thug or this and they're all out here with these huge chains on and they're out here just when i say acting ignorant the exact opposite of what us uh, what what real black people want to be viewed as mm-hmm. they're the exact opposite of that and when parents go to these when the parents go to their kids rooms or something like that and they're trying to teach this kid to be a respectable person they open up the door and they hear shoot him up drop a pill Let's go bend this girl over and do this. Right. And then they look up and they see this. They see that in him. Then they look over and they see that in me, not realizing I'm just as appalled as you are, bro. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I think it's it's just, it's easier to stereotype than it is to ask the hard question, which me and you, why, why we're such good friends. It's it's sometimes that hard question, you have right. to have that one that one friend, I mean, and, and I don't mean you're not friends with other black people. I'm just saying right. you're going to have that one friend where you know you can walk in and you sit gotta down. You got to keep and, them limited, Kenny. <laughs> and, and, and sit down and say, hey, bro, so That is a, a thousand percent you know, a joke. You know, I'm just saying, like, and, and even for me, you or Brian, if there's something that I feel like, maybe I have a question about something that's happening. Mm-hmm. You know, I know you're both Trump supporters. You know, and like I said, well, you're still my guys. I could care less. Right. But maybe there's a question I have to, I want to ask, and I know that I can't go ask this person because they will get highly upset and turn it into a huge argument where I can sit down with you guys and you guys will break it down like, okay, so listen, doom, doom, doom. I see ABC, but this is what, like you just said, this is what I said. He didn't say drink bleach, whatever you want to say, this right. is the fact. I think that we need to sit down and more, more Caucasian people, they need to, and we're not going to get into it. We'll do it another day, but they, they need to do more than be in it for a photo op. You got to do more than show up and say Black Lives Matter. Woohoo! And then go back behind your life and mean. You mean like certain Congress people showing up in all white at the border and crying at the fence for kids in cages? Dude, I'm talking about. I'm sorry. Now, now that her person's in office, they are influx holding stations with a quote unquote (laughs) questionable reputation. That's what I hate about politicians and media in general. And they all do. All of them. Courthouses, they're all... Listen, you guys, don't believe all of what you see and half of what you hear. That's so, how I'll say that. So getting back to the media, though, like in this situation, and I promise you people, I'm going to try better to stop saying the word like, because I can hear myself doing it, <laughs> and I don't like it. It's just uncontrollable. <laughs> As, that article, who cha- who wrote that? Was the Washington you, Post. The Washington Post? You know what I want you to do? Because I believe in what you say, and I, and that's I back a Je- you. That's a Jeff Bezos-owned paper. And, and li- I back you in it, although I think you... They can do what they want. But, but it what is saying, what it is. I, I think you should write something back to them. I think you should type something to them, letting them know that you should sit here, because that is something... That, I mean, it's not right. But It's they, not right. So they mislead people, and then for 15 months, people... Normal people are arguing with each other, mm-hmm. because you got one group of people that reads the post and CNN and you got another group of people that maybe watch Fox news and something else. And I, and like I said, I'm not saying Fox isn't guilty of this either, but 
this, the people that are watching the Washington or li- reading the Washington Post and watching CNN, they're yelling at you mm-hmm. like aggressively, mm-hmm. like they're a hundred percent right, and you need to prove to them you don't have facts to back your story. And it's like you you come out now and you and you see they just changed the they're creating division and conflict, and they're not and they know they're doing it. They know they're doing it. They've been caught on camera saying. We knew we were going to try to get Trump out of office. We were doing this, blah blah blah. What I know I a lot of I know a lot American of people. Way, brother. I know a lot of people don't like Project Veritas. They catch people. They catch people. Listen, so getting American back, American way it is. It's but but getting way. back. So in in this case, I think the mainstream media are connected to extra people dying from coronavirus in my opinion and you can call that hyperbolic well, what's wrong with you man <laughs> listen though so all the the fauci emails right mm-hmm. now it comes out that in some of those emails he asked some of his cohorts the funding that we gave to the i think it's eco health alliance group mm-hmm. right they gave money to them and then that group gave money to wuhan in some of his emails, he's asking one of his underlings or whatever you want to call some of his his workers because he's like the big cheese, I guess. Mm-hmm. Are we going to get connected to this? So he knew. He knew. And then on top of it. Did they all leak or half of them? I don't know. I it, It's a certain date range that that BuzzFeed and See? some places got through Freedom but of Information Act. Right These are at the. Why did we only get that? If you can hack in, why didn't you give them all to us? Oh, they didn't hack in. Through Freedom of Information Act, they requested his emails because he's a public figure. So that information is public. So that we can request the second half after so long. Well, it's 3,200 pages, I think. It might be the whole year. Okay. It's a date range. I didn't write down the date range to be honest. Has he, and I I don't know, so I'm asking, has he... uh, has he said anything about this yet? Has he come out and said anything about this? I don't think so, which is okay. really weird. You know why? Because that guy loves watching himself on camera. So, Or I mean, he has a really good PR artist, which is what Trump needed. <laughs> so getting into... A wise man once said nothing at all. <laughs> <laughs> so getting into this, first of all, the investigation that the WHO did into the Wuhan lab thing, the head of that department was the head of the Eco Health Alliance group that gave them their funding to begin with. Okay. That seems like a huge conflict of interest that the guy that gave them money to do research is now investigating whether they not they did bad research. Right. It, it and then so uh I was reading Christian Anderson who is a viral genome lab in La Jolla, California. I bet you he's Caucasian. He's for sure white. 100% <laughs> white. But Dr. Fauci sent him an article, I guess, about the lab leak hypothesis. And this is early June 2020. So okay. like at the beginning of the pandemic or, you know, a couple months in. And he came back after doing the genomes on the on COVID-19. And there is a direct quote where he says, others all find that the genome is inconsistent with the expectations from evolutionary theory, meaning... I about to say, what does that mean, brother? Meaning they don't think that COVID-19 is natural. They think that there there's a natural. chance. There's a chance that the lab manipulated it mm-hmm. and it leaked from there. 
All while Fauci publicly is saying it came from a wet market and the media is saying it's debunked. Now, the reason that I say that the media is directly responsible for extra deaths is if they would have taken and looked at it for what it was and investigated, maybe we would have had the source of this already. Maybe because... China's already destroyed any anything that was in that Wuhan lab that we could get out of it now. It's but long been gone. I'll ask you, it, and maybe I'm the only one in the world who feels this way. I, I don't even care where it was read. Like we're never, and by the time we do find out the truth, mm-hmm. dude, we're gonna be old, and we're gonna be. I I agree. I guess this all comes back to when the media picks somebody that they like. Mm-hmm. They do nothing wrong. Right. Fauci's been back and forth lying about certain things, right. and he's the worst. First of all, this guy makes $800,000 a year to be wrong all but the time. Do you really think that people think Fauci's right, or it was just that Trump didn't listen to him and people wanted to listen to somebody they actually trusted? And I didn't trust Trump either. Well, I, I guess- I would listen to Pence more than Trump. If Pence had said it, I might have listened. If Trump said it, I'm definitely not listening. So I guess when people are like, you have to wear the masks because Dr. Fauci said- in some of those emails, you go through them. He even admits he doesn't even know how effective they are. But now you got people that the masks are the number one thing but that you're not wearing your mask. Even with the mask thing, bro. And I, I, I my sister's a masker. Okay. Right. And, and, and I was totally against masks until it came to this. Once, and you know how I feel about this. Once every place we went said, wear a mask. Dude, it, it, I don't think the mask helped us. Maybe they did. I don't know. They help to a certain percent. But like when people are like yelling at people and getting aggressive and getting into fights over masks. People were scared, bro. People were scared. And we've talked about this. Like I'm not. At first, I went from scared trying to understand it Mm -hmm. to being sick of it. Yep. You feel that's how I went. Like at first, I was was terrified. At first, I was like, oh, my God, I don't want to catch this. And then I was kind of like. Because Dr. Fauci said millions of people were going to die. Well. See, then I'll sit there and I'll He's say, He's wrong Trump, all the time. But, but if Trump had stopped it in February, instead of sitting there saying we would, oh, this will be over in a week, once it we was, probably would have been. But once it was out of the lab, there was no stopping th- it. Well, that's what I think that we were all, and once again, it's what we went go right back to. Mm-hmm. It's what we're getting fed. Yep. You know, we won't know. We can blame Fauci. We can blame Trump. We can blame so many different people. Like, we will, I don't think we'll ever really find out the facts. So this is, and this is another prime example, and we'll move on from They're just politics. saying aliens I, are out now, so, I know, I, which we I, all knew. Yes. If you, if you believed that out of infinity universe, that we are the luckiest people in the universe and were able to leave or live, breathe, do all that, and then it couldn't happen anywhere else, you're ignorant as yeah, all hell. There are those people out there. I just, maybe we'll meet them one day. Maybe we won't. But the last thing, to be honest with you, I think they they come. I think they're. And they look at us and they're like, because think about it. They're on spaceships, right? So they can travel like way faster than we can and move all all this. They look at us and they're like, look at these ignorant assholes. I'm not stopping. I have nothing to say. What can these guys do for us? And I'll blow your mind. It's like us looking at ants. And and I'll say this. And people can think I'm crazy when I say it. But the reason I don't think they want us to know that they're out there is because I think they're highly more intellectual than us. I think that they would come over here and run circles around us and we would be like they're puppets. Yep. So that's why I don't think they want us to know. Like when they're like, oh, we're sending these people to the space station. I don't believe that. I think they're going out like, okay, so you're going to go out here and like keep them from coming to us because, you know, they're going to come here one day and they're going to be like, so guess what? You guys think you're smart. So listen to what we can build in minutes. Thousand. Exactly. Thousand percent. 
again, closing on, and then we won't touch on it anymore. Um, when the news came out that Trump downplayed Corona to mm-hmm. s- to stop panic, right? Mm-hmm. People to stop panic. Whatever. We're not getting into this. Okay. Whatever. All right. Whatever. <laughs> All right. Because he's he, he's he's on tape saying he downplayed right to reduce panic. You can disagree with what he publicly okay, said, ahead, but ahead. it is what yeah, it is. Go ahead, bro. Yeah. How come the media freaks out about that? Mm-hmm. Doctor Fauci's either lying, mm-hmm. downplaying, or just dumb, and I don't think he's dumb. Right. And the media doesn't care. I ain't mad at that. I mean, that's a legit question. That is a legit question. But we're hey, gonna move on. Fair question. Let, every listen. Guys, hey, I have to out? get some of this stuff off my chest. I like Kenny as a sounding board. Hey. And to be honest with you, yeah. he's Can the only one that will listen. No. I've been wanting to say this <laughs> for 18 years. Can 18. We take, can, can we take a moment of silence for the small chronic break? I just always wanted to say that because it's, Snoop said it back in the day. And I've always wanted to say that on the mic. Okay, I'm sorry for everybody. I'm sorry. I just always wanted to ask if we could do that. Go ahead. There, <laughs> Back that, to seriousness now. <laughs> that pause for the atrocious joke. Hey, I had the atrocious moment on the introduction of the first episode where Dang. I completely had it in my head and then it just fell flat. And as soon as I was saying it, I, you know, I think the reason it fell flat because I decommitted right before I said it. I like was, no, it was like, just a bad joke. I'm bro. like, it was, bad. It, was, it, was bad. it was, but all of a sudden I'm just like, I'm getting ready. And then I'm like, no, don't. Do it because it sounds really bad, and then bleh, it just came out anyway. So right, it was brother. like, it is it's all right. We go ahead with some realness now. It I'm is what it is. So I wanted to talk. I, so this is where we can have our our real because we agree on a lot of things. And, and I mean, to be honest with you, you knew we would because we're friends. So mm-hmm. I mean, you you, right. you typically agree on right. stuff, but I think where our our big debates will always come into sports. Um, I know that you're not a huge UFC fan, but I do want to shout no. out that I know. Uh, I know enough. Conor McGregor, Dustin Poirier, three Connor, is coming up. Connor, I think Connor, Connor gets knocked out Connor, again. Probably, but Connor, Connor. And then <laughs> Nate Diaz and Leon Edwards. Love Nate Diaz. Are are fighting? Um, He's a thug, dude. I love in a, him. In a couple weeks, he got. Uh, Izzy fighting the Stylebender. I don't know who that is, but I like the name called Stylebender. He is. Like he's the he's the middleweight champ. Um, he's a lot. He's very Anderson Silva esque. I know Anderson Silva. Um, he was an animal. Yep, he's very Anderson Silva esque. He's uh, he's got a little more pizzazz and so I mean, it it helps to be a superstar and, and no knock, but it helps. When you speak English in the English market, obviously yeah, it just it just, is. Yeah, Anderson yeah. Silva, for as big of a badass as he is, yeah. he had that high pitched voice and couldn't speak very good yeah. English. So it was he just get an octagon and oh, whip your boy, put you like <laughs> the, like the Matrix, <laughs> yeah, like the Matrix. Um, so there's a lot of good UFC fights coming up. I'm excited about that. Uh, That's good because that. One boxing match is coming up is going to be horrible. Although it, I'm going to watch it. it. It's you know what's going to be a really good fight is Jake Paul Tyron Woodley. Now the Jake Paul's going to get him. I think Jake Paul's so, going to get him. I think so. This is the th- I don't think people give Jake Paul enough credit. I think he one he's young, he's a tremendous athlete, and he wants it badly. He trains he's a head case, all bro. the. He is he's just a head case who wants a paycheck. He needs a paycheck. He he is, but. Tyrone Woodley, one, he's going to be, he's, 
it's not Nate Robinson. I'm not going to say it's going to be a walk. It's and not it's gonna be a not walk. Ben Askren no. who can't throw yeah, hands It's not going to be a all. walk, but I think he gets them. Tyrone Woodley, he can throw hands, yeah. and he, he's got he's I'm got not saying thump he's, yeah, It hands. won't be a walk, but I think he'll get him. Woodley's going to slip somewhere, and it's this is going to be the opening he needs, and it's just going to be that quick. We'll see. I'm, I, I'm excited that that's going to be a good fight, to be perfectly honest with you, for what it is. And, and actually, Jake is now signed with HBO, I do believe. Um, really? instead Come of his, on, instead of his management company. But here's the thing: if he wants to fight real boxers and be legitimate, which is what people say he wants to do, mm-hmm. he can't do that stupid. First of all, his last fight against Ben Askren, I couldn't even watch it because half of it was like these. It was nothing but newer rap, girls like humping the ground and stuff. And, and at I, what point and, do you? I mean, I'm not saying you know you're an athlete, bro. You keep point, using that. I, that's a very loose term. Right. But that's what I'm saying. <laughs> at what point do we sit there and say, like, I watched a video yesterday of Floyd Mayweather, and I'm not a Mayweather fan. Okay. Not right. at all. I mean, given what he's got, I think he died some fights. I do. Lo- I love boxing. But listen, bro, his technique was flawless. And I'm looking at him thinking he's been doing this his whole life to be flawless, like just his technique. And mm-hmm. I look at somebody like these guys, and I'm like, I'm not saying you can't get there in a couple years. I'm not saying you can't train your body. You're young enough to do it. But you're trying to step in the big boy rings with the big boys instantly. This ain't basketball. Right. There's a reason in Major League Baseball you got to go through the minors. There's a reason in football you got to go to college. You stepped in the ring like like his brother stepped in the ring with Floyd Mayweather. We know it's a cash grab, but bro, you could get hurt. Lo- you Logan, could get real hurt. See, I think this is a win-win for Logan and kind of a win-win. Oh, wow, bro, he uh, could oh, get hurt. They, um, Canelo broke dude's face. I Mayweather's not Canelo. But not, May- not even Mayweather. Close. And I know it was young Canelo. Mayweather flat out. He taught Canelo a lesson. He, he what for, can he do to this Paul? He kid? for sure outboxed Canelo. So you don't think he can't, if he can't, what do you think he's going to do to this boy if he wants Right to? now, I will say this, prime Mayweather and prime Canelo. Different fight, different fight, different fight. Different May- fight. Mayweather's, Mayweather's kissing the mat. May- Mayweather Canelo versus, has power before now. even that, Mayweather versus the prime Pacquiao when they should have fought mm-hmm. early. Pacquiao gets him. Yep. Pacquiao gets so him. So this, this is the reason that I don't think Mayweather, first of all, Mayweather's going to toy with him at best. One, it's an exhibition, so it's not even like a real fight right. anyway. But Mayweather has never been – nobody's ever been worried about getting knocked out by right. Mayweather. Mayweather's hands are brittle. Yeah. And, and the one – I mean, he's got a couple KOs, but the last KO he really had was over Marquez yeah. or whatever when he like sucker punched yeah. him after it's they his, like hugged his and feet, whatever. His yeah. technique, that little uh, – Defensively, yeah. he's a wizard and yeah, he's, he's by far – the best defensive I've ever seen. And again, team. sports, I'm a defensive guy. So mm-hmm. for me – Me too. Defense wins championships. Greatest – he is the greatest boxer ever. Like, no. yes, for sure. No. Floyd Mayweather is. I don't like oh, him. Wow. I don't like him personally. Off the out of the ring, the persona and everything. I'm not I gotta a huge check what's in that thing downstairs, bro. Because you got me out here, like <laughs> wow. I feel like Black Rob, rest in peace. Whoa. So let's finish with you this. You said that with a straight face too. Go ahead. Let, let's finish Go with ahead. this. So the Logan Paul. So Floyd is like five eight. Logan Paul's like six three. So and and, and Logan Paul's going to be probably twenty pounds heavier because it's an exhibition. So they're right. not really weighing it. I don't think Floyd has enough to knock out Logan Paul. Logan Paul really? is a tremendous athlete. Okay. Again, 
He was a high school wrestler. I, I want to say he might have even been a state champ. So he's, he's you know, he's, he's used wrestling, to grind. Bro, this is boxing. I, I understand that, but he's a good enough athlete and he showed enough and he's got two fights that he's got under his belt too okay. that I don't think Floyd is going to take the risk of breaking a hand in an exhibition to put it. Now, he's going to put it on him. Like, he's just going to put it on him at at some point. But it's a win-win because I don't think Logan Paul, for Logan Paul, he's going to make a lot of money. A ton of money. Floyd's going to make a lot of money. crap load more. And and I just don't think he can get knocked out. So, I mean, really, I don't think he has anything to Do you think that, do you have any way that Floyd loses? Any way? I. We're changing the subject. The fact that you didn't just say no. There is zero. If he loses, it's rigged. It. See, I don't want to say that because that's a getting back to the win-win for Logan. If he happened to like throw this random haymaker, because what? How old's Floyd now? Fifty? Like 40, 40 something. I thought like forty-three. I thought thought he's like our age. Maybe I feel like he's a little bit older than. But either way, he's he's getting older. So maybe he doesn't move as fast. Maybe he doesn't take it serious. Logan is still super young. I think Logan Paul is like twenty-three or twenty-four or something in there. Um, so I think that he could potentially catch him with a punch and he's so much bigger that he could possibly do some damage. 44. He's 44. 44. I don't, I don't think so, Kenny. I I don't, but there is a legitimate chance out of sheer size that if he caught him, maybe with all the boxers, you can't say zero, listen, but you can say like point zero zero zero. When I say okay, then point zero 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 one. Floyd Mayweather has I been in the with ring with some animals. Okay, I mean he's gotten hit, like gotten hit by professional boxers. Yeah, but they, I think the, Floyd's only really been like really clipped, probably oh, less than times, ten times, a couple of times. But right. what I'm sitting there saying is, it, man, listen, if if he does, I'll be the first one to. Eat. <laughs> To eat that that humble pie. I don't. Again. I think that there. You're right. There is that one um, insane punch, one insane punch maybe. But I think if he does that, I think he wakes a beast that he doesn't want. I agree. So we'll move on because I don't really want to talk about like my Mount Rushmore of uh, boxing or UFC. We could debate for a long time on that, but I do want to get into. Um, if you could pick your starting five from any players, any generation for the NBA, mm-hmm. who would it be? Starting five. I get. I only get five. Positional or just five players? Just five players. I mean... I, I'm going to go position because I think that's the only fair way to honestly do his position. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm going to slide somebody. Well, so you're gonna leave, yeah, I know you were going to because so you got to someone off then. Number five, I'm going to go with Shaquille O'Neal, although I want to go with Dream uh, uh, Akeem Olajuwon. I think that Shaq is just... Too dominant. Physically. He's just too big of a boy. Yeah, he's just too big of a boy. He's um, for sure my. He's for sure my five. Um, Mike's at my two. No question about that. Kobe's at my three. No question about that. That's your slide. That that would be my slide because one of those has a slide to my three. Um, yep. actually, I have to slide this. Oh, this is where it gets rough. I'm going to go. You might not so awesome. I'm if gonna you go do positions. This completely changes versus I'm players. I'm gonna go Kevin Garnett at my four. Okay. But over Duncan. But it's not even over Duncan. Okay. It's over Kevin Durant. Okay. 
that Duncan, so you already put Kevin Durant up there, even though he's not. Kevin 100% Durant is already done. up there. He's okay. he's Tim Duncan was the most fundamentally sound player. People who sleep on him. I will never not give him his credit as one of the top three power forwards of all time. The problem is, um, he he wasn't consistent from that three point line. He wasn't a threat to really put the ball on the on the ground. He could had some moves, but like KG could bang the three mm. or drive on you. And I'll be honest with you, if Kevin Durant wins a ring this year, I have to throw KD at my four and people will laugh because he's so small. But with Shaq as my five, I'm okay with that. My one is the hardest part to pick because. <sighs> I like the fact Magic was a, was a point guard. I won't pick Magic. No. Nope. Uh, Magic is probably in my top five, but Magic doesn't make my top three. Blows people mind. I know. Um. <sighs> I'm going to go. I'm going to go Allen Iverson just barely over John Stockton. Okay. So it would go AI at the one, Mike at the two, Kobe at the three, Kevin Garnett at the four, Shaq at the five. And I would probably take that team up against any team you would give me. That's super interesting. I thought we would disagree a little bit more, but. I definitely have Shaq at my five, um, one and two, or I'm sorry, two and three is definitely Mike and Kobe. Okay. Um, I definitely love John Stockton, mainly on my team, because I'm also thinking about all the players that I have on the team mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. John Stockton is the best facilitating point guard to me, and with okay. having the players that you have... Mm-hmm. We don't you need would, scoring. That's you, why I, I said Stockton was close. But yeah, I feel you on that one. I won't disagree with and that. And then I am, my four would probably be Duncan. Timmy D. Hey, yeah. You can't go wrong. Fundamentals. You can't go wrong with that. I did, I went for more shooting. I just went for more shooting. Yep. Um. It. I, I always tell people the thing is when it comes to basketball, because like, you know, basketball is my life. It's the one thing in this world I know that I can do pretty okay or could do pretty okay. <laughs> and I feel like I could help other people with Um. The thing with basketball is, though, it's changed so much there's no positions anymore. Yes. There's point guards or centers, and centers are shooting threes. And at this point, it's like this. Can you play? Right. If you can play, get your butt out there and let's play. You know, I, I think. That's why it's hard when you say KD because he can shoot the three. And then I think about Tim. Like That's what he, I'm saying. He didn't. Yeah. They didn't do that. Yeah. He didn't exactly. need to do well, that. Well, that's the thing. With, well, like I tell people, Timmy D, Timmy D to me is one of those people that very highly slept on. People seem to forget about him a lot. When you got Ginobili on your team and then you got Parker, you don't need to shoot. Was he a product of having, would Tim Duncan have five rings if he wasn't with the Spurs? No. 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 Would he have still been Timmy Duncan? Yes. Mm -hmm. He would have still been Timmy D. Um, Would Kobe have five rings without being on the Lakers? No. Right. Would he still have a couple? Yes. Yep. He would still have. There are certain players where I sit there and say, even if you weren't on this team, you would like Kobe would have still been a superstar mm-hmm. and maybe earlier. And Timmy D would have still been Timmy D. The thing about that is Mike needed Pippen. Exactly. It, it's not even that because I think that Mike, Mike would have still probably, I mean, mm-hmm. it was like playing when you play with certain players, they just they lift you to a whole another level. Yep. And, you know, and, and, and I'm not a LeBron person. But like Braun does it, I don't know how he does it, and I know you hate it because we're, we we have to discuss this. Steph does it. <laughs> Steph does it. I when it comes to Steph, I've been waiting for this one. So bring this. Let me see this. When one. it comes to Steph, hear this one. Come on, brother. 
I just don't like the sloppiness, I will call it. His dribbling, he gets in. I'm telling you, and, and maybe it is talent, and maybe I just don't have the eye, or maybe I just don't. And I don't want to say I don't have the eye because I know what basketball looks like. But you're a hooper, you it, know. It, when he's dribbling and he gets into some areas and he takes the weird, funky, like in between dribbles every once in a while and stuff, it it looks to me now at a certain point, I guess you have to say it can't all be luck because it, and don't get me wrong. The shooting part, I'm not talking about. Okay. I'm talking about when he's moving with the ball and he's dribbling around. Handles. Yes. And, and he like in between dribbles because he gets too close and the ball looks like it's going to get away. And he kind of like way out reaches for it and stuff. And Brian's like, it's all handles. And I'm like, handles. it looks like he's getting lucky. Steph Curry is probably one of the top. Oh my goodness. And I don't want to, I don't want to disgrace anybody. I'm, I'll be nice. And I'll say top five, maybe top three ball handles I've ever seen. Does it look sloppy? It does look sloppy, but everything about his game, his looks handles sloppy. look nothing like Allen Iverson. And but, he had sick handles, but everything about his game. If you, from the three point shot, he, when he's not set, his set three pointer is, is, is a great shot. I think he has probably go down as the best shooter in NBA. History. I don't know. There's a guy opposite him that I, 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 I love Clay, Clay Thompson. Thompson to me. And I'm not, I'm not Thompson, saying, I'm, sorry. I'm not saying that Steph is not a straight assassin from out there, but I will say it like this. If I had Steph, if you had Steph and I had Clay, and you said you guys gonna have a shootout, I I I still I'd put my money on that one. I sit there and say this can be because Steph's shot is more, mm, right? Clay's shot is more like that. Just looks pretty. Mm-hmm. It's like it, it's like Kevin Durant's shot. It just looks so I always pretty. I always get into arguments when it comes to Jimmy Butler. I'm like everything he does to score looks hard. You know something about Jimmy. We can have this one if you want to, and Brian can get mad when I say this. Overrated. Thank you. I'm, I'm on board. Great player. He defensively, overrated. like overall, would I want him on my team because he brings it on both ends? Right. Yes. yes. But his offense looks so yes. hard. You'd be number like, three on my offense. You would be number three. Everything. Not saying you can't play or you're not a great player. Just sitting there saying that the player that they hype you up to be is like, and we have this discussion with people. I put tears when I look at basketball player. Tier mm-hmm. one is the LeBrons, the Kevin Durant, the Kyrie Irvins, the James Hardens, et cetera. Giannis, those guys are like the face of that. And then close second, you have the Clay Thompsons and like the, um, CJ McCollum's or something like that. Then you have that next tier where it's like, I mean, you're talented. You're in the NBA, but like, you're like, like the Draymond greens, like you don't Mm -hmm. bring, you bring a lot to the table, but when it's crunch time, like you're not, you're not that person. Like we have option one and two before we get to you. Like, so if you do it, make sure they're covered. My thing with Steph too, is I, I don't know if I'm just losing it, when it comes to involvement in the NBA, and I will admit that this past year um, with you don't even need to know my stance on the social justice stuff because I'm pretty sure that it's pretty straightforward. I think all people should be treated equally mm-hmm. and it's without a doubt. I don't want to see that shit all over the court and all over my face. Oh, like yeah. I, I try to get out. Uh, and we yeah we discussed this before we, we discussed it hey use it's your not there platform anymore, is it? 
I don't think so. I don't think it's there anymore. I don't think so. I don't so. think it's there anymore. But but the season, the pandemic season, the bubble, it it, it just. I think that kind of needed to be there just because that's kind of all we had. Yeah. So but, they just didn't want. To, and I agree with but you. But their ratings were down so much. But, people just didn't want to deal with it see, anymore. I don't think that it's it's that a lot of people like as a hooper, the bubble was different. But even ratings are down this year, just in general, because. But, that's the give and the take, man. Because I think is. ratings are down in all sports right now. But that's because it's 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 like this. I understand. Like I said, I don't want politics in my sports. I don't, and I agree with that. But last year, I think what all leagues needed to do, and 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 they, a lot of them did it on their own volition. Mm-hmm. They weren't forced. But I think what we were trying to do was America as a whole was finally at a point of let's stop this crap. Like we're seeing it. Like like we know it's happening, and we haven't voiced ourselves. We haven't backed. It's stupid. As, we haven't quote unquote air quotes backed black people enough. Like, the the only thing that I can say now that I feel changed is, for the first time, I feel like white people are as mad as me about things. And I think that they needed that to be seen there because as soon as it gets out of your head, as soon as it's out of your sight, it's out of your head. You know what I'm saying? Can I ask? I want to bring two things to you. Mm -hmm. And I want to bring this to you real quick. I've been thinking about this all day. One is going to be easy for you to answer. Two, I don't the second one real quick. I don't know if you... uh, are we moving away from sports? Heard it. They're both about sports. Well, one's about sports. One's more about sports, but it's kind of a lifestyle question. Okay. And the, go ahead. I'll say the last thing on Steph. Mm-hmm. The fact where I was getting to mm-hmm. in the grand scheme of things. And the fact that he doesn't play above the rim at all for me is a problem. But he doesn't play above the rim because he shoots from half court. I, <laughs> I, I don't like, I don't like the chucking of the ball. But you don't think that's... But, I don't like the. I don't like the. But it's if. not a chuck for him. It's a bad. It's it's not a. Flu, it's not a, a fluid shot. But it's a good shot for him. No, I I just mean I don't like all the chucking in the NBA. Like to me now, it's just three, 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 three. And evolution, I know that brother. that's the evolution of the just game. The evolution of the game. I like. I, I like the Kevin Garnett above the rim. We just grew, boom. Yeah. We grew up in a different age. You'll never see another Shaq. You'll never see another Hakeem Olajuwon. You'll never see because the game's changed so much. I that, agree with that's you. That's why I can't fall in love with the quote unquote superstars in the NBA. Right. In my in my yeah. head is because they don't there are a couple that play above Physicality, the rim. Physicality games yeah. changed a lot. But because Steph doesn't play above the rim. I understand what you're saying. I'm not a huge that full fan. Package. I got you. Yep. No. I, as long as you understand that the man's dribbles oh. disgusting. Like they are, he just, would make both of our knees buckle. Oh, jeez, you don't need, even need to do you anything. Know. You've played a basketball game with me in a league before. It was you <laughs> hey, don't. I wouldn't step on the court. If Steph, if they said right now you get a thousand dollars to go out there and guard get Steph, I'd be like, I guess I'm a thousand dollars not having because oh, I wouldn't. It looks stupid, that. but I'm, I'm telling you, his thousand dollars, I'll if, fall on the ground. <laughs> no, dude, we would need that thousand dollars. We go to the, the hospital because they oh. have to refix my ankles. Oh yeah, his yeah. Oh, yeah. But but go ahead with your questions. So one, you asked me about it, and I. I'm going to do this one first, and we're going to end with the other one because the other one's easier. Okay. You know I'm a huge culture guy, okay? You know I'm huge into, like, like uh, fashion and sneakers. Mm-hmm. Something bothered me today, but it bothered me for a reason that I talked to one of my sneaker guys, and he told me we actually had a, a really heated d- debate about this. Mm-hmm. You see today where Vanessa Bryant came out and said that Nike is releasing a shoe or created a shoe that she's told them not to make. Have you seen that? I have not. Okay. Well, long story short, she has a brand called Mambasita that she made for her daughter that passed away, Gigi. Rest in peace to Kobe and baby Gigi. Mm-hmm. Um, she has a logo for it. Um, she's choosing to lose, leave Nike. I have my own quibbles or quabbles with that. I think that she's trying to get money hungry because I think that well, that's a different subject. But anyway, 
So there are a pair of shoes that are dropping that um, phenomenal shoes, but mm-hmm. they have a number two on one for Gigi. They have Kobe's famous number on his side in the back. They have the Mamba Cita logo. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, somebody out there from, so these are from Nike, from Nike, Nike, Kobe assigned with to Nike. her, with her logo too, with, with now her logos on the back of this. Okay. okay. Now somebody somewhere was her logo always around or just no, after death. That, I mean, I'll be honest. I don't know okay. that. I don't know. She okay. herself said that she had worked with Nike on this shoe though. She herself okay. said this. Okay. So it's not like they did it without her consent or whatever. Right. Well, the, the, the make of the shoe long story short. She's now upset because somebody somewhere posted a picture of this shoe in hand. And she said, wait a minute. First of all, I told Nike that we were leaving Nike. We're not doing this shoe anymore. Second of all, how do you have a pair of that? And I never even got a pair of it. Okay. My argument is this. Do we know whose hand has the shoe? The person is like an unknown. Somebody grabbed a screenshot of something. The person who has the picture refuses to say who has it. But it, the, you can see the shoe is in hand. The, well, the actual model of the shoe is they're holding it in their house. You can see the background of it. Okay. Yeah, but people get pictures of iPhones this, and Foxconn all the time. Well, no, you can see like, I mean, you can see it's it's a legit. Somebody does have a copy of this. Well, no, no. I mm-hmm. What I'm saying is when it came off the production line, right. that well, could just be someone holding problem. it up. Yeah. She said that she'd never... She said that we built this shoe. I decided to leave Nike and I said this will never get produced. The problem with this is, first of all, you make shoes six months in advance. When you buy a shoe, you can look on it. The day it was made is made on there. You make them six months in advance because you have to have the anticipation up to them yep. to get them. So six months in advance, they make this shoe. Mm-hmm. I said to somebody, what, 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 I've had this conversation with Brian before. People mm-hmm. use the word, well, your Jordans are fake. What I try to explain to people is when you say that to somebody, be careful because it's an unauthorized Jordan is a Jordan that came straight from that factory without the middleman. Right. So instead of paying three fifty for it, you're getting it for a hundred bucks because they made it. It's the same exact shoe, same yep. exact box. Everything is the same. It's just unauthorized because Nike did not get their cut of it. Yep. Same exact shoe. Yep. That does not make it a fake. A fake is somebody who's trying to du- duplicate a shoe mm-hmm. and somewhere else yep. and they, they butchered up. An unauthorized release just means I'm smart enough to not come straight to Nike to get it and have to pay 300 when I can get it for a hundred here. I I 100% agree you know, with it's, that. It's hard to find an unauthorized dealer. I won't sit here and say I have one personally mm-hmm. for some of the things that it's hard for me to get. Well, 1,000% legit. They, I still get a receipt with it. The same factory. I've bought a pair from Nike and a pair from this person. Put them side by side. Everything on the box. Everything matched up other than a little barcode that Nike puts on it to sit there and say, give us our yep. extra $200. So what I'm saying is, so, so you to understand how you feel about something like this is, you went to Nike and said, let's create this shoe. You and mm-hmm. Nike had a falling out. Whatever that may be, he is signed technically still to them. He mm-hmm. is still signed for whatever. If you created this, you signed it off, you can't get mad at Nike because, number one, you don't know if Nike. Nike's sitting there saying, we didn't do that. Right. Like, we, it's not from us. Nike's saying somebody at the factory where these were produced at when you were okay with this mm-hmm. has got their hands on some. And there are pairs out there. We can't tell you there's not pairs out there. Right. But you're not suing us. She's suing? She's, she, she's suing them because she's sitting there trying to say to them, like, you broke your breach contract. First of all, we don't know where this shoe came from. Second of all, no offense to her, okay? I can't imagine what she went through. But you're taking a legacy of a basketball player that is – known like Michael Jordan and you're pulling it and you're sitting here now and all you see is the dollar signs. So 
my my thing will be i will openly admit i don't think she sees dollar signs because i don't think she has to worry about money i don't think she's had to worry about money for a long time it's gonna that, drop eventually bro that ooh, no i don't think so if she's pulling like nike has to be one of his biggest contracts and she's walking away from that because she wants to start her own line which is fine start your own brand right but I'm more likely to go buy a pair of Kobe Nikes than I am Kobe Mambasita. For sure. But I'm just being real. Man, she's got so much money. They've, and I'm not they, saying. They have so much it's money. Just, it's, it's, I, I heard the people where it's like, if Michael Jordan, something happened to Michael Jordan today, I don't think his kids would be like, well, stop making Jordans. We're no. going to go somewhere else. I think they would be like, let's keep this legacy going here. Right. Well, so I guess that's my point. Nike, release the shoe. I don't care what she says. She collabed you. with, she collabed with you. you. Now, on her behalf, I understand she's grieving and she wants to make something special to encompass her husband and her daughter. Right. That's just hers. Right. I, I get it. Right. But once you once you even walked into the collaboration room, right. your ideas are Nike's ideas now. Exactly. That's how I feel. It's over. That's how I feel. And it doesn't know. Release the shoe. It's not even about her. It's it's about Kanye. It's about Travis Scott. It's about anybody who signed it. I'm a Nike man. I'm a Jordan man. So that's why I'm using them. But if you sign, once you walk in there, you sit down and you collab, you don't have the right to look at Nike and sit there and say, so you spent 500000 mass production producing these shoes. Now, oh, well, I don't like my cut anymore, so I want to leave Nike. And Nike's like, that's fine if you want to leave, but you're still in the contract for three more shoes. And we really don't need... You walked in and gave us... Once you gave us this, this is our baby. This is ours now. Like, what I think Nike should do is, okay, we're going to release this shoe, but we're going to yep. take half the proceeds. We're going to donate it straight to this foundation. And this other proceeds, whatever's left over, you know, you will get your cut as Kobe's wife and your, your whatever. This other cut, we're going to keep, though. Oh, you're more generous than I am. You know if what I'm I, saying? If I'm Nike, I give you your royalties that he's owed for being Kobe and the rest well, is Well, she's just... trying to say that she was going to release it and donate all of this proceeds to the... I think it's... I, I don't well, know. Well, cool. She can get rid of her the money fun. the way she but wants. I, I, the reason Nike I say 50% that. is just right. because to just stop some of the, okay, you know what? Maybe there's right. a misunderstanding somewhere. You know what? Guess what? We're Nike. We're, we're going to be rich regardless. Let's go ahead and drop... Because I'll be honest with you. They I'm working on a pair right now. I've been working since, since this morning. I was at my job interview, sitting there, texting my sneaker guy, begging him to find me a pair. And he was telling me what they would cost. And I, mm. I, I didn't care. I need a pair of those. Right. Just because... I feel like Nike's not going to do it just because Nike's going to stand behind Kobe, which I understand. I mm -hmm. respect that. So I feel like they're not going to release it. But there's there's pairs out there. Yep. And this is a one-off of something. If it turns into a one-off, my thing is, I guess the thing I was just trying to understand was what you basically said. If you're a corporation, if, you, if you've been through this, at the end of the day, do I, do I bite the bullet and do I say no? No way. And do I, I risk hurting our whatever we might have our camaraderie or do I sit there and say, Hey, I've already invested a lot of money in this. This is a, we've already set release dates. I, I was talking to Brian. I've sent it to Brian three weeks ago. We've already got people who are highly anticipating this. This is going to be a huge drop for us. I can't stop the wheels that are in motion. We're producing this. Shit. Kobe Bryant is Nike period. Well, he was with Adidas first, but he is Nike, uh, but he is Nike. So right. it, to me, baby Mike in the grand scheme of things in the bottom line is they put the one shoe out, and if they make the decision not to do anything else, fine. fine but this is but I don't see people resenting Nike over it because I think people will see kind of the way you do is she's being weird about it, 
in Kobe is Nike, so yeah. this is perfectly this is his acceptable. Legacy. He, for this Nike. is something we want. Yep. Um. Lastly, you asked me name my starting five in the mm-hmm. NBA. Okay. I'm gonna look at you, and I've had a great couple of debates with some of my friends over this subject right here. Billy Jean King. <laughs> no. Tennis player from the other episode that we couldn't remember, and I'm going. I'm going to tell you, listening back to that episode to check for editing and stuff. That is the funniest part of the entire episode. You blurted out that name, and I thought to myself, I don't even think that's a real person that he just spit out. I know who you're talking, trying to say, yeah. but I was just like, Nah, I don't think that's real. But it's Billie Jean King. Go to your question. Okay. So, I want you, as a much of a football fan as I am, mm-hmm. to answer two questions. Ooh, okay. One, who is the best player right now? If they said one player to create your team off of, who would you take? And number two, who is the best quarterback of all I think we already talked about it a little bit yesterday. Um, Or I wouldn't say yesterday on the last episode. Um, The best player in the NFL right now. You get one player to say, you're starting your team with this player. Go. I don't know, because it's super difficult, because I think you need a quarterback if you're doing that, because I think that the quarterback position is the most important position in all of sports. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm taking Patrick Mahomes in that situation. Okay. okay. Um, if if you told me prime player, like in the prime, yeah, right that, now. that's still playing, right. Aaron Rodgers is right there with wow. Patrick Mahomes. Really? I Aaron Rodgers' game is phenomenal. I've always said okay. his game is phenomenal. I, I, I like Aaron Rodgers a lot. I would go Patrick Mahomes right now. Mm-hmm. But if you said in their prime, I would take Tom Brady. See, I don't even think Tom he Brady. He proved to me this year. He did. So he Tom, proved it to me. Tom Brady. I Look, I will. And never, I'm not a Brady fan. I, I don't like Tom Brady. Um, I will say that he is by far more than some people will say well did he you know did he have belichick are those teams really good you know blah 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 all that stuff i just never got his game like i just when you watch it <laughs> and don't get me wrong i know everybody's like well he throws like 40 touchdowns a year how can you not say, like his you game mean you don't get his game i just it's the stuff that mahomes does it's the stuff that rogers does that i just what does rogers do Rodgers doesn't do move, move with the ball. He makes things happen with the ball. That's that's. It. We are going to agree to disagree. Like like, and I'm not taking nothing from from Rogers because I think he's a phenomenal. I think he's definitely top five. But I think one of if you wanted to say like who's my favorite up and coming player that if you were going Justin to. Fields. <laughs> that's different because I am a huge Justin Fields fan, but like he's I'm gonna super... tear his ACL the first play of the season, and we're all gonna be hurt. God, I'm, so... dude. Why would you even say that shit out loud? That's not even right. Um, and then to make it even worse, Andy Dalton's gonna break his leg, and we're gonna be stuck with Nick Foles all year. It's fun. I just watched uh, some I'm sorry highlights. I said of... that out loud. I, hope I watched some happens. highlights of OTAs. Justin Fields is 
kind of a lot bigger than Andy Dalton. Did like, you? I, I didn't think you heard so, the new but, thing, didn't you? Mm-mm. Where now all of a sudden Andy Dalton's QB number one, new QB number one. Now it's we're gonna have an the op- doors open. From what yep. I've heard, from what I, I shouldn't say from what I've heard, from what I've read, everybody said Fields look real nice, mm-hmm. but they said he doesn't have the weapons. They're like, well, you know, of course the the vets aren't there yet. And there's nobody really running at him pressuring, but I've heard that he looks real nice. Yeah, because the bro. ball just leaps off his hand. But getting back yeah, to the like back. the player yeah. that I think looks really nice that I would be super intrigued is is DK Metcalf. I yes. like the Love size, DK. the speed. He remi- he's he's a Megatron 2.0. But does his motor go all the time? You think? I no. think sometimes his motor doesn't go all the time. I agree. So that's what stops him from being great. His motor. When when he turns it on and does his job, mm-hmm. he's probably one of the best I can. I, years from now, we'll be talking about him like we talk about Megatron and yep. Julio and Hoppy and, and Rice and Moss. We'll be talking about him like that. But the difference between all the guys I just named is their motor is always on a thousand. And I feel like DK, sometimes, you know, he he pouts a little too much yep. or he, he doesn't give his all. And... and you got to give you if you want to be the man, you, you know what I'm saying? You got to give it all. So I would. So if we were going to name my top three quarterbacks of all time. I eventually think that I put Rogers towards the top. If Mahomes continues, I put him towards the top. But right now, in my mind, I will always put them in this order as it as it speaks. OK, so number three would be Tom Brady for me. OK, OK. Number two would be Peyton Manning for me. Okay. And then I grew up and love Joe Montana. Do you know what? I can't even argue with you because that's my, that to me, I, I said this to somebody and we were going back and forth. People were like, well, Elway and this and that. And I said, listen, if you tell me right now, I get to pick one quarterback of all time and say, this is your guy. Mm-hmm. I was like, for me, it would be hard to pass two up that played for the same team. And that would be. Joe Montana would very slightly again beat out Steve Young. Yes. He would very slightly. And the only reason I go with Joe is just because Broadway Joe was just Joe Montana. I Well, Broadway Joe was Joe Namath. Well, yeah, Joe Namath. My uh-huh. fault. My fault. Loser. Hey, you all look alike. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, you know, it's funny. I always resented Steve Young a little bit for taking Joe Montana's spot. I resent him because I think he's a horrible analyst. He's not. I'm, he's he's, he's not my favorite. Best but he was, in the he world was a tr- is Tony Romo. Until Horrible J- quarterback. Until Jay Cutler gets out there Horrible and starts analyzing. Jay would be up there with a cigarette and a six pack. Hey. He wouldn't get through the second quarter without somehow talking about Kristen. I love you, dude. If Joe Madden can get or John Madden can get through <laughs> that dude, I don't know. I I Jay Cutler would be. I I could listen to Jay Cutler talk so. only for the Bears. I'd Only okay. for the Bears. I'd be okay with that. For the Bears, I do, I do that. For anybody else, no. I, I no. do I do like Tony Romo, though. I want to hear Randy more. I want to hear Randy Moss more. Yeah. His, 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 him and Charles Woodson, to me, understand football in a way that a lot of people don't. Yes. And I think that they that's what a lot of uh, commentary lacks. Mm-hmm. You can get a lot of people behind the microphone and talk about the sport. That's fine. And I'm not knocking that. But what the NBA does that's really good is that the NFL needs to start doing more. And even MLB needs to start doing more is... You need to get more athletes, more former people who are out there that understand the game at a level that we don't yep. to get in there and talk about things. Because while we're talking about, it, oh, that's nice. Like we were in those trenches. Like I know what happens in that pile. I know what happens, you know, such and such. They got to do more of that. And I think I think we would actually pay attention more. Like A-Rod. 
great. Love yep. him. Hated as a baseball player. Love him as a commentator. Yep. You know, but you know, it is what it is. One day I'll be a commentator for the Bulls. Maybe. <laughs> Probably won't, but I pray to be. I do not see that happening. All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, again, like, subscribe, share, hate, listen. Please do. I don't care if you hate us. Listen, share. I see the numbers. They're, Tell your friends. They're, they're 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 doing okay. To be perfectly honest friends. with you, they're they're above expectations. But we're good um, guys. Keep sharing. Keep listening. And then go Cubs go. Yes. Hey, Chicago. All right, everybody. We're out. Say.